Welcome back to the podcast of the Francis Asbury Society. This is episode 54, titled Signs That Confirm Revival. As you know, uh, God has poured out himself in a radical way here in Wilmore, Kentucky over the past two weeks, and Reverend Mike Powers shares a good devotional thought uh, in light of that. Mike Powers is the former director of discipleship here at FAS and currently is overseeing the launch of the Global Methodist Church here in Kentucky. Enjoy this devotion by Mike and stay tuned afterwards for some further information on what is happening here at FAS and in Wilmore as a whole. God bless. Let's pray together, then we'll uh, share a few thoughts here. Lord Jesus, we are so thankful for your, your showing up in a powerful way across this world. It's as if you just parted heaven and, and smiled upon us in a fresh and bright way that has just been uh, irresistible. Uh, we've sensed that here in this place, but many others in many other places are, are experiencing the same. We just thank you for it. We, we won't try to prescribe it. We're, we, as we said, we can't even describe it, but we can experience it and celebrate it and, and honor you and bless you for it all. We pray that you'll help us to keep, uh, that you'll keep us in that place uh, where we can see you uh, as you are and also see ourselves as we are, that we want to uh, always have the, the tender heart, uh, a very pliable heart where you can speak to us and guide us and that you'll unite our hearts together uh, to understand how we uh, move forward and express this across the world uh, most effectively for, for all that you love. Uh, Lord, this is our prayer and we know it's so much more is on your heart. So share that with us as we continue on, as we thank you for this fellowship and this moment together. In your precious name we pray, amen. All right. Well, I, I want to talk about the revival, and I want to share just some thoughts I've kind of gleaned from several friends and uh, things I've been rolling around in my mind, just kind of pulling all this together, if you don't mind me doing this. Uh, I, want, I want to start off with the fact that uh, there have been these negative thoughts that people have given and comments. I'm not going to dwell on that a lot, but I want to highlight that just to show, uh, I guess, the the sadness of it. I mean, that breaks my heart. It literally grieves me when I read these things. And I, I've had some directed to, to me. I received one from someone that was at the 70 revival and she was very, you know, complimentary of, of, of what's going on right now. But she said, we have exploited this now and by posting and sharing and things. And I, I'm not making any responses to these, but it's just amazing how people respond. Uh, it's as if there's this mistrust that God really does in, intervene in human affairs, that God comes into our world of space and time and says something that does something. Um, I, I don't know why anyone would want to miss that, but you know there are those that uh, are, are skeptical that God still does that kind of thing. And, and then the comments, you know, we've seen that this is just manipulation of human psyche and, and emotions. Uh, that kind of run their course and then they die down and everyone goes back to some, some uh, mode of uh, normality or ordinariness. Uh, I had a friend write this to me. Uh, he said, we are called to an intellectual faith 
that combines personal and social transformation informed by careful biblical and theological work. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, but I thought, well, he's trying. He's trying to explain it to us. And, and I think kind of straighten us out that we don't get too far off the grid. Uh, so there's that. I, you know, again, I, I don't know what to do with that. I just kind of let it lie there. Uh, and then there are those that really feel like this is one dimensional. It's that me, me and Jesus type moment. And um, it, it's more about personal satisfaction than it is, you know, really transformational change in, uh, in our world and lives and, uh, and the benefit of all. I went back to a passage that uh, I think really captures so much of what I hear in testimonies. When I, when I sit in Hughes or I'm in the prayer room or we're praying with folks across the, the way, um, just listening to their stories, I have people sharing things with me directly. I, I kept thinking of this passage, uh, and I'm going to just read my notes here from Isaiah 61. Uh, God shows up. That's really what Jesus stood there and said, the kingdom is here. God shows up. Um, you know, the anointed one preaches good news, uh, builds up the brokenhearted, proclaims freedom, release for the captives, announces the year of the Lord, the Lord's favor, the day of vengeance, of judgment, uh, comfort to all who are mourning, to the grieving. Uh, there's, a, there's a crown of beauty, not ashes. You don't put ashes on your head now. It's a crown of beauty. It's an oil of gladness. Uh, no more mourning. It's gladness. Uh, a garment of praise, not a spirit of despair. I, I, it's like all those positive words in there are describing testimonies all across this this town and across this uh, world where we've heard of, of other similar awakenings and experiences. Uh, it's as if the Lord shows up and people are glad. They're just glad. They're just satisfied. And um, I I thought of something a friend has shared with me. It's We believe in the omnipresence of God that God is everywhere at all times. And, and God is in this, in this place and, and, and wherever we go, uh, God shows up and, and, can, and, and, and is in every situation on planet earth. There's nowhere that God is not, but then there are manifestations. I think it's really interesting. I think it's, I won't say it's ironic. I think it's almost, uh, if we can just say it's divine providence. Yesterday, the lectionary was on the transfiguration. I just found that really good. <laughs> and so we have this wonderful passage about the manifestation of Jesus, the glorification of Jesus in a place. Now, Jesus was, was around. God was everywhere in, in, on planet Earth. And yet in that manifestation, that revealing, what that, what that, sent, what that communicates still today. And there are moments when there's this manifestation of the Lord. And we're, we're in one of those moments where the Lord is just being manifest in, in individual lives and in communities and churches and uh, campuses. Uh, it, it's marvelous in our eyes. It is simply marvelous in our eyes. This is the Lord's doing. And we know that God's always present with us. God's always here in a prayer away. But this, these manifestations, it's, 
it's tremendous. Now, what is it about this though that keeps happening here? What is it that we keep experiencing here in, in our own uh, backyard? Uh, well, there's something about the Wesleyan understanding of revival and Vic and some of you other scholars can uh, fine tune this. Let me just give you my, my uh, uh, kind of 10 cent uh, theologian presentation here. But uh, for one thing, it, it, it's like where we always see God show up. And in terms of our Wesleyan theology, we believe that uh, that uh, perfect love, holy love, the love of God, the love of others is possible. That's always true. We preach that. We live that. that that's our Wesleyan experience and conviction about perfect love. And we'll preach that any day of the week uh, and uh, any season of the year. We also will preach and proclaim the expectation of, of sanctification, that there is this Christ-likeness that we're, we're called to um, to experience and that we can have a holy heart as, as Christ transforms us. That is regular preaching. But then we also, where that's just it's almost like the, the omnipresence of God, the omnipresence of, of that message. But then there are also those moments of manifestation when, when Jesus shows up in our lives, because we believe in the personal, actual transformation of a life, that a person can experience holy love. A person can experience entire sanctification. It's not just a doctrine that we hold and proclaim, but it's an event. It's a moment. Uh, it's a manifestation of Christ in our lives. And we also believe that, that Christian perfection uh, as a possibility of, of sanctifying grace is not aspirational, but it's reality. And it's for everyone in any moment because Jesus will show up. And so there's something about our theology. It allows things like this. It allows uh, opportunities and experiences when God shows up in a manifest way, in a powerful way and reveals himself. So for this, uh, for us as Wesleyans, this, this revival is something we anticipate, we hope for, but it's not unusual. <laughs> it's not unusual. It's happened here and it happens anywhere. And it continues to happen because I think our, I believe our understanding of scripture and our, uh, uh, what our uh, proclamation of that and our hope in that, our anticipation of that, our prayers for that, uh, just open our lives to say, Lord, when you're ready, we want to be ready. And then when we really seek and we pray and we, we hear about these, these prayer vigils that have been going on and these, uh, th this yearning, this crying out for, for an awakening, God blesses us. And I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of a tradition that believes that where, where Jesus just manifests himself and he comes in a, in a wonderful moment. All the ordinary times, the Lord is with us, but oh, how good it is. And it's a lot more than just an individual experience. You know, we, we talk about social holiness. Uh, those of you who have been around me here at the FAS in different places, you know, I love to talk about covenant relationships because that's where I, I see this happening. I see that when, when a revival comes and lives are transformed, it really is manifested. It's expressed in in close covenant relationships. There's a uniting of spirits. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how this, this, what's going on here for the last couple of weeks, I, I've heard very little about denominations. I've heard very little about what church you're from. I mean, who cares? <laughs> uh, 
I mean, nobody cares about any of that. It's like, uh, we'll do anything. I got something from Bob Russell. Some of y'all remember him from Southeast Christian uh, Christian in uh, in Louisville. And, and you would have thought it came right out of the Board of Trustees meeting at Asbury Seminary. <laughs> Why? Because that's Bob's heart. He loves this. And uh, and we all do. There's something about that, that when, when, when Jesus shows up, it really is the unity of the body of Christ that must just make him smile. I think the Lord just smiles when he, when he sees this happening in us. And, uh, and it's expressed in our, uh, uh, in our life together. And when we talk about what's the fruit of a moment like this, oh, how I pray that will be it. How I pray that will be it. Uh, that, that's the witness to the world. It's not an organizational unity. It's not even a theological you know, study unity. It's the spirit transforming our hearts and creating us into, it's bringing us to the covenant with Jesus that, that transforms everything. Uh, there's a lot more I like to say about that. I love to share that, but I, I, want, to, I want to get the last one last thing. My daughter's a PhD student at the University of Florida, and she began attending a church in Gainesville uh, called Greenhouse. It's, its roots are Assembly of God. Uh, it's not your typical Assembly of God, but yet I'm really amazed. 50% of their budget goes to missions. They have five, six campuses in, in six cities. Well, actually five cities. Uh, so it's not just in that community there. It, it, it really is an amazing church. Well, the pastor, uh, I sent a book to him, a couple of books uh, to him last year on uh, revival, Asbury Revival. He's very interested in revival. And he preached a whole series on revival in his church. And one entire message was on Asbury Revival, 1970. Well, when this happened last uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, um, uh, we contacted him. He was actually out of town. He made a detour from his missions meeting in Houston to come to Wilmore. And so he spent a couple of days with us. And the first thing Mike did was he walked in the sanctuary. He went straight to the altar and just laid there, just laid himself across it. And he said all he could do is uh, say, search me, O God, and know my heart, try me and know my ways and see if there be anything wicked. He just sensed the holiness of the Lord as soon as he walked into the auditorium. Uh, he preached yesterday. Now, there's a lot more I can tell you, but uh, he preached yesterday, uh, took, went home, changed his message, and just shared about hunger and, thirst, hunger and thirsting after God. Um, two services, 8 o'clock in the morning, and then uh, 8, 8.30, and then 11. 11 o'clock service ended uh, close to four o'clock yesterday afternoon. He wrote me and said, this has never happened before. <laughs> he just poured his heart out. He literally just poured his heart out. And it, it was a beautiful thing. He shared about hunger. He shared about humility. We've heard a lot of that, haven't we? Those two words together, hunger, radical humility. Uh, the presence of God that just transforms into worship. He shared how he looked around the auditorium and he said, when you've got 1,500 people, everyone praising God, he says, you know that you're not very far from heaven. <laughs> and then he talked about just transformation. But 
here's a guy who's really not in our tradition, and yet he found something that he's been longing for. I mean, this spirit-filled preacher, he's, I mean, he's a spirit-filled preacher. He goes back and he can't talk enough about the holiness unto the Lord. He says, you walk into this auditorium and you see holiness unto the Lord. And he said that really describes Asbury, uh, the whole idea of of total abandonment uh, and uh, to experience the the holy presence of God. I, I just share that with you because it's it's not just the ones who are desperately seeking. It's also these powerful spiritual leaders who are saying, "Lord, you you really are doing something deeper here and something more." And I want I want you to do it all. I want I want you to do everything you've been waiting and wanting to do in my life. And uh, and Mike's testimony was just simply twofold. It was about the manifestation of the Lord. The Lord is near. And then I'll never be the same because of the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. So I, in this moment, friends, I think what what we really are grasping, what we're experiencing, is that. Uh, is that spiritual unity where our hearts are coming together in the in covenant with Christ and with one another. And as we think about how we pray for you know steps forward and how we continue on, I really am looking for that to be the general genuine witness of what God wants to do in us in this moment. You know, we go back to uh, to those promises, uh, a crown of beauty. Uh, the oil of gladness, you know, garment of praise. Uh, may that really be the witness. May that be the testimony and may that be our joy uh, in these days and the days ahead. And may that check us. If we get off that pattern, say, no, Lord, we're, we're, we're wandering away. We need to get back to where, where you want us. And uh, in all the transition and all the decisions that we leave that spirit of, that critical spirit on the side and, and Find how God's going to work together with us and through this uh, in ways beyond our understanding. I just one last thing. I'm just looking at the local news this morning, and a group down in Hazard had heard about what's going on, and they gathered in a community room and just began to worship and praise the Lord. All these denominations, just people coming together, Hazard, Kentucky. <laughs> no fanfare. And let me, the last thing I say, when Mike shared all this message, he said, the whole service at Asbury, I sat there and he said, this is so ordinary. He said, the, you know, the, the leaders and all, he said, they're not all that good. <laughs> he said, we're not talking about celebrity worship here, folks. He said, we're talking about spirit filled, ordinary people who are really close to Jesus. <laughs> and that's what God's doing. And isn't that what we talk about in covenant life together? Amen. Well, that's just what I want to share with you. Uh, it just a few thoughts there, random thoughts, but uh, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to what God's going to do from here. It's been great what we've seen, but I really am looking forward to where, where this can go. And that's my prayer. Well, thank you, Mike, for that good word. And thank you, listener, for stopping by. As always, it's our hope and prayer that these are an encouragement to you. It has been a wonderful two weeks here in Wilmore as God has poured himself out in in amazing ways. And we pray now that 
uh, it will not stop and it will continue to flow throughout our country and around the world. The stories are incredible and uh, I'm sure you've been hearing some and, and they will continue to be told for years to come. Um, here at FAS, uh, just a few things to make you aware of because of having to shift focus for the past couple of weeks. Um, our special episodes on the seven deadly sins uh, will probably be delayed. We did meet last night uh, with Dr. Brian Shelton sharing. I'm not exactly sure when my conversation with him will get out, uh, but you can find that session on our YouTube page, uh, certainly by the time you're hearing this, and I'll get my conversation with him out to you ASAP. But we just ask for your prayers as we seek the Lord on how to respond and uh, we know for sure one of those ways is we want to be an encouragement to you. Uh, if you're a pastor or a church leader or just a member of a church, FAS longs to stand with you and to help uh, as we continue to reach out, sharing Christ's transforming love uh, and, and showing people the holiness of God. And so please reach out to us. You can find our information on our website, francisasburysociety.com, and we would love to hear from you and know that we are praying for you. Well, thanks again, and we will see you right here next week. God bless.